How are we doing, folks? In this episode today, I'm joined by former Olympian US ski team member Emerson Smith and also former high performance coach for Steamboat uh, Springs and also uh, last year's coach of the year for USSA, Lars Johnson. And in this episode, we go through and kind of do a little bit of a preview for the first few World Cup stops on the 2021-2022 uh, World Cup Mogul Store. So kind of go ins and outs, talk a little bit about the uh, FIS Open that happened in Sweden a little bit earlier in November and uh, kind of touch on our thoughts and what we think is going to happen for the next few stops as we gear up towards the uh, 2022 Beijing Olympics. So hope you folks enjoy. Now it's on. That's, that's the buzzer that you were uh, that you were waiting for. This is the first time I've ever been recorded on Zoom. Congratulations. Welcome in. Welcome Thank into you. the podcast. E-Dog, thanks for uh, coming and doing this. It's easier, a little bit easier in person rather than having all these kind of computers working around. We did have uh, Mr. Uh, Troy Murphy blew us off along with Brian Zemba, but I think we might, we might get their picks. Uh, I know Zemba said he was working on his, so hopefully... By the time we finish this, we'll have a few of the uh, of the picks in. But a new a new addition, Lars, newly retired, and you know gets to talk about little bump skiing. Congrats on the coach of the year for last year too. I mean, really going out with a bang. Yeah, going out on top. You know, win the big medal and sail off into the sunset. Yeah, I can't take the hardware away from you. At least no. that's what I've heard. I never got any, but. That's okay. <laughs> Well, it, it was a little bit, you know, uh, lonely. We missed you at the first, so kind of warm-up event as we're previewing this season's uh, round number two of pre previewing the World Cup Tour this year. Uh, it was definitely nice to go. We were in Sweden, and we checked out, uh, where were we? Idrafal for the Fist Open there. Good old Idra. Yeah. It was uh, quite the show. It looked like it. I, I wish I was there. I do say I watched it online, YouTube Live. I wish I was there. It was, uh, it was, there was, I, as they continued to talk about that it was uh, record breaking in the fact that it was the, the biggest FIS event that uh, had ever been held competitor wise and everything else. It was pretty interesting in the fact that they actually brought in two whole judging panels. You had one strictly for the men and then one strictly for the women. And that's how they just, continued to rotate and that's how they were able to get it uh done actually like as far as events go super super smooth everything ran great like uh really no no, no issues mishaps. or holdups there yeah, yeah. No, it, was, it was awesome which was uh, how many reruns did they have to do i think landon landon lando was, was the, the only one. one yep okay yeah which is pretty good for like Impressive. yeah two how many athletes I want to say it was what, 180? 186-ish. 180s. And I think day two, there might have been like a couple more scratches. A couple scratches in there. But Is that a record? Yes. Mm -hmm. Set the record. So, yeah, no, it was um, nice to, to see all the different uh, nations there together, get a little bit of an idea of kind of, kind of what's going on, get the first competition uh, jitters out of the way as everyone's over there in, in Ruka kind of prepping for the first, first few stops on the tour. And it'll be interesting, you know, one of the things we'll have to touch on as we're going through and previewing it is not only the fact that obviously we got the Olympics this year, but um, they are doing split tours. So you'll have a singles champion and then you'll have a duels champion as well, which they haven't done since 2004 was the last year, I think, when Yanni 
won uh i think he won the duel the duel when they did he might have won both he might have won singles and duels yeah. year, but he definitely won uh the duel so they'll have a, a duels tour as they try to kind of push to get uh dual moguls into the olympics is there a combined as well like an overall i don't know if they're going to do a combined i mean i think that that's originally why they went away from it was gotcha. to do just like the combined um combined overall champion gotcha. But um, I th I'm guessing is that they won't do it because they're trying to make it separate so they can make it its own like Olympic sport. Yep. So I don't know that they would do other than like the the overall combined yep. with aerials and, and uh, skier cross and everything else. So I mean, it makes sense that they wouldn't do combined. I think just yep. one more thing to the palette. Mm -hmm. right? They're just trying to push duels, just push duels. Right. Put all the all the money and resources into that. No, definitely. So uh, what what um, I guess as we preview Ruka, I mean, obviously Idre is going to be a little bit of a different course, um, a little bit flatter. But I mean, this year really had some teeth. I know you watched on the live on the on the YouTube, but it was definitely um, pretty gnarly. I was definitely happy I was retired <laughs> for certain parts. I was like, yeah, luck out there, guys. You get you got it. <laughs> It reminded me of one of those uh, Killington Norams, nice glacier ice in between the bumps. Yeah. Really firm it up for him. Oh, yeah. No, thanks. No, thanks. Yeah. No, thanks. But, I mean, I was a little jealous you got to watch it uh, at home on the couch. Um, yeah. It's kind of, there's a nice oh. aspect. It's nice being there in person, but then at the same time, you know, being up early, watch, getting to watch uh, Lando and uh, all your... Uh, it, it was fun to watch him ski again. He, he was the only ex-athlete that I've had that was there. That's still skiing. Still skiing. So it, was, it was fun to fun to watch and show some uh, show support. So it was fun. But also like seeing the Wasatch freestyle jacket, seeing the Park City jacket in the coaching corral. Like, oh, <laughs> Bob Emerson. So a little bittersweet. 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 But then you come on and get to, you get to talk about it a little bit, you know, which isn't, uh, isn't a bad thing. A little bit there. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, one of the things I think we definitely uh, need to touch on is obviously Cole McDonald went out, skied, uh, skied well, crushed it, and moving on to, uh, to Ruka. Um, that was really fun to watch. I mean, I think Akuma's skiing really well as well on the men's side. Walter coming back from knee injury. Um, it was, I mean, I thought he skied at a really high level considering he had, you know, taken some time off and everything. It was really, really exciting yeah, he, to see, you know, he missed a full season, a mm -hmm. little bit more season yep. and a half. Mm -hmm. I mean, he came out pretty much same old Walter. Yeah. Fast, burly. So it, it was hard to tell if it was kind of, you know, classic Walter via, you know, the TV, but you guys there, you think he was kind of classic Walter fall steam fast I thought it, yeah I mean I thought he was skiing um I was up top for actual like contest runs but like obviously going through watching training and as people were sectioning up and everything else I thought he looked um he looked he looked pretty good for sure and I've and the the first day of competition for sure the course like had a lot more teeth to it I mean it was really really gnarly that that first day and then uh it was wasn't it wasn't also super windy i can't remember because the second day of competition the course was like in much much better yeah. shape for sure it froze up before the first night and just it was bulletproof all morning yeah. until finals it's like waterville in the morning. 
2018 nationals. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely, uh, it was definitely firm, but, um, it was the other thing definitely to touch on, uh, at least on the women's side, those Japanese girls skiing super, super well as they kind of gear up for, uh, for Ruka. That was definitely, uh, Lemley was skiing really well. Yeah. Tall was skiing well. It was definitely, uh, it was nice in the fact that, uh, I thought it was judged quite hard as well. Like I thought it was like the, I, I was definitely happy with the judging because yeah. you know, at some of those events, it's always interesting, like early season, are you going to see like some 95s or something kind of like crazy like that a lot of 50s a lot of 50s a lot of 60s so that was i thought nice nice to see that which i thought was pretty fair and and um with the judging i mean hopefully that that will continue in ruka and kind of back to idre and up to hui as well well i think it's definitely fair but unfortunately you don't see it enough so it's it's rare unfortunately Yeah. yeah no definitely but um yeah, what were your thoughts overall just from uh, from Idre? Uh, oof. I mean, Cole, the hype train, you know, I'm on that. He, uh, the kid's got some skills going. Um, I was impressed with him. Uh, I was excited to see Dylan um, mm, go yeah. out there. You know, I haven't mm-hmm. seen the guy do a back full since maybe 2015. And then I haven't seen like bottom air 10 out of him since maybe 2018. So that was huge. Like he was trying. Yeah. Trying no, he skied really well too. Yeah. He was, he was ripping. Well. Mm-hmm. Um, Akuma guy just gets more and more dynamic every year, which is insane. I don't really get it, but that was sick. And then, yeah, the women, those Japanese girls, I mean, they're pretty good. They're fast, tight. They're fast. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're throwing out nice yeah. DD as well. It's definitely. Um, and there's like four of them, yeah. five of them yeah. that were all sick. Yep. No, it was definitely, uh, it was definitely exciting to see. And then um, did Yulia end up, did she compete? She competed day one. She competed day one. And I okay. think she messed up in qualies. Okay. If I recall. But she was there. That's the other one, actually. The younger Kazakhstan girl, mm-hmm. maybe Anastasia. I think it's Anastasia, yeah. She's pretty good. Did she get second day two? Uh, I don't know that she did day two. I'm pulling up the results right now. So you two chat it up as I'm looking. Anastasia was 39th the first day. I think she might have done well day two. Um, Yeah, I'm not seeing her. The first day it was Reno Iyanagamito Moto. And then Haruka Nakao. And then Lemley was in third. Lemley was skiing really well. Yeah, she well was skiing too. well. Oh, that's Kisara her, Sumoyoshi. Her qualifiers run day one was incredible. She missed like four turns and still managed to get through there. Yeah, and she and in I mean in uh in some of the training it was it was definitely impressive. She, you know, she's wrapping up that 10 and, and working on that. So that was definitely yeah. impressive to to kind of see for sure. And Anastasia did finish second on um day two. Um sorry, Lemley's throwing 10. Lemley was throwing 10 in training. Yeah. I mean it was definitely um it was definitely fun to watch. Yeah, it was pretty uh it was pretty sweet. And then she's got that um Kind of like loop truck up top, right? Yeah, she's got the loop truck yeah. and like a, a cork Japan. Cork Japan, she did a few she's of those. Got some yeah. tricks going. Fifteen years old, not bad, <laughs> not bad, not bad. You still bounce, then you know. <laughs> yeah. 
you bounce, you bend. Bounce and bend. You do it again. Yeah. No, but she she was skiing really well. I mean, it was it was fun too to kind of see how they ended up um, breaking up the fields because they ended up doing essentially off of your fist seating. You would go through top thirty um, would and they would break it up by groups. So they just do group one, the higher caliber athlete, and kind of just. I mean, I thought it was really smart in making it a safer event for everybody. You know, you don't want Kingsbury or Walter or Kuma like hauling ass down the middle section and you got someone that's got two fist points and just like here putting around like you know there there was not many much uh, much room to uh, exit on either side of the course so really yeah no they did a i think they did a really we good did job see a couple through the fence we did there. have a couple go yeah. through the fence yeah <laughs> which was uh, which was pretty entertaining yeah no for sure and it was really uh Another thing to just to touch on, they didn't end up competing, but we did get to um, at least see a little bit of their training. Were the uh, the Aussies? Yeah, and they're uh, they they were looking at Brody and, and Matt, um, Jimmy too, Cooper. They were all looking. They all look uh, strong. Uh, men, women. I mean, Jakara. Uh, they were all looking uh, really good. Brit. Jakara yeah. put out some uh, some sick stuff on the internet recently. Did she? Yeah. On the gram. That back mute. That cork mute. Oh, I did say the cork music. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Jacked. But, um, and then is Taylor O'Neill there as well? What women are there for the Aussies? I didn't see. Sash. I saw Sash. Taylor. Jakara Britt. Britt. And I think. Uh, Maddie. Uh, Maddie Himber. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if she, I mean, they uh, left the first few days we were there because it, it had been raining before we showed up. So right. kind of through the fir first few days and then they went on to uh, Rucka. Right. And she's skiing with her brother. Yes. Mm -hmm. yep. 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 So um, what have you, uh, have you heard anything on the end from the ski team training in Ruka so far? Cause I know they got a few days, obviously I think tomorrow is the first day for official training. Yeah, yeah. Official training. Um, I've heard some, I've seen some videos out there. Um, Brad looking like classic Brad fast as ever, big jumps tight. He looks strong. Um, saw a lot of Morgan. She yeah. looked good. So a little Tess. Tess looks sweet doing a new cork seven. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Um, not much of the other girls or okay. other guys there. Okay. Haven't seen really any video of them. But gotcha. I saw the king. I saw the king. He, yeah. He looked. He looked good. I saw one of his videos in uh, Ruka. Looked really, really strong. And then obviously uh, training in. Um, Idre for the uh, he didn't end up competing, but definitely got to watch him train. He was definitely skiing at uh, at quite the high level and I, hard. Yeah, skiing well. And I think I think he's coming. Out. It was actually really really funny. Um, I I uh, I hope somebody got a picture, but it was definitely odd seeing him in the two bib because at the FISA, so like he had the two bib. Akuma had the one bib, and I don't know how they ended up divvying that up. You know, it was just off of fist points. They both have the same amount. But I did, I thought it was like, huh, when's the last time he's had the, that's got to be like Billado 13 or 14? Like, when was the last time he had the two bib? I was thinking he just knew he wasn't competing and said he'd be nice, give it to someone for, for an <laughs> yeah, event because, this yeah, year. Yeah. <laughs> or would they have gone, uh, 
World Cup points from last year. Overall World Cup. They could have. They could have gone off of last year because I think what uh, Kingsbury finished sixth, I want to say, last year. Um, Akuma was four. And Akuma was four, that yeah. Could that could have been exactly what they ended up doing for sure. So looking at those, yeah, looking at glancing at the standings. Another one, Ludwig, we didn't get a chance to uh, to see. I know he's kind of uh, coming back from injury, but he should be good to go for for um, Ruka. I know he, he obviously had a really strong year last year. And going into Olympic year, he usually uh, will step it, up a month, step it up a notch. You know, that's the other interesting thing is people are kind of vying for position and everything else. It's, it always makes for an – interesting and I think a little bit of a heightened level um, of anxiety and stress when you're going into going into a, an Olympic year Emerson I think you can yeah. you can speak to that a little bit for the last uh, the last four years the last go around yeah no it's stressful that's kind of a one guy I was thinking about last Olympic cycle Olympic year underperformed in probably the last eight years of his career what do you guys think Cabot's got for us this year I think he's uh, – Lars, I'll let you go first. I don't know because he. when I think of the Olympic year, I think of, you know, who's going to perform. And one of the first people I think about is Ben. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've seen him train. I've seen him in Australia, Zermatt, Idre, everywhere. And he's one of the best people on the course day in, day out. But I have no idea. You know, when, when the time comes to perform, sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. And, you know, for instance, like my biggest question, and I never talked to his coaches about it, but like Deer Valley last year, singles, you know, quals, finals, and he made it into supers, back full, back X, back double full, back X. So I, I don't know his air packages. I know his jumping and it's good. And I think it's better than back X worthy. So I, I don't know. I don't know their game plans. I'm not sure. He's a wild card. Well, I know from having, I mean, he was on the podcast earlier this year and I know from getting to talk to him then he had gotten a new uh, sports psych, which he was pretty like pumped on and was really seemed to be uh, process orientated and kind of being in the moment and really. Uh, so I think I think he's going to be I think he'll he'll return to kind of form. I don't think I think he's going to get that monkey off his back with the with the O show and you know he has been there before and done all that now with right he's got a couple in the bag so I think um you know we actually talked about that a little bit in the podcast kind of coming back from that you know especially as like if if you look at those results in his career he's climbing 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 and then like not just like a little step back. I mean, it was definitely a little bit of a drop, you know, major drop down. I mean, I think he ended up like 30 something on the, I mean, it was low on the it tour. Was I was like, whoa, you know, he's peaking up to, I think he finished third the year before or fourth or something on the overall and then kind of had a rough go. And um, he's, he's, I think definitely learned from it. And I think he's made some changes. And obviously, like I said, he's got a sports psyche. He seems to be really uh, happy with, and he's definitely, uh, I think he's got the right approach uh, heading into, heading into the, to the season this year. So I think, I think it'll pay dividends. He seemed, he seemed confident. And I know Good. the Good. Uh, French team who did not, they were not in um, Sweden in Idre for the, for the FIS open that early season event, they were actually training in teen. And I heard they got a course cut that was like the exact same specifications mm -hmm. as what, at least the first world cup in Ruka, like pretty much the exact same course, um, whatever mountain they were at, uh, obviously going into Olympic year, you get some more resources and good stuff like that. 
and they were able to kind of make a, supposedly like a pretty pretty nice replica of what mm-hmm. Ruka uh, is like and they didn't have anyone else training there so it's kind of nice yeah. you don't really have any distractions or or anything like that you kind of go right back well nice. he looked good on that course then so that's, <laughs> that's a win <laughs> when when did he start the new sports site do you know um i want to say it was in probably within the last six months to a year somewhere in that kind of that kind of time frame um that he he decided to that he wanted to make a change there and it is always interesting like talking to different athletes about that and different people because some people don't think that that's an important thing to do they're like i'm all set and then you run into others that are like you know uh i i really need to do that it's really so it's it's always an interesting you know i remember when heather mcphee was on she really talked about how she was like i don't need a sports psych there's nothing wrong with me like i'm perfectly fine and then i think she it was a conversation she had with her mom Mm -hmm. and her mom's like you run 30 miles you lift all these weights you do absolutely everything you can like why wouldn't you do the same thing for your brain like why wouldn't you go through and like and i think like light bulb went off and and she that's when heather started kicking ass and taking names and then mick talked about it a lot on your podcast yeah no definitely and, and after every event you know he he relies heavily on it and i think it's more athletes should for sure well i think at the same time with mick i mean it's a different level because he not only is super competitive I mean, he's really, really competitive. Uh, he may be friendly on the surface, but that's one thing that definitely came through in, in conversations with him and everything. I mean, the guy clearly wants to win, loves winning, does not. I mean, you know, he coined it back to his to his brother really being, you know, one of those driving forces for him. And it, it comes through that he's just super, super competitive. And the other thing is he just absolutely loves mobile. Like the dude yeah. is like obsessed with mobile skiing. It's super, super, when you're a mobile nerd like me, it's really fun to be able to like, Talk about like, oh, I remember Ruka in 07. Yeah, the course was like 250 instead of like 235. And, you know, the line was a little to the left or whatever else. But, yeah, I mean, he he's definitely the king of being prepared. Like his preparation, I think um, a lot of people could learn, learn from. You know, it, it was interesting when we were – because he was just coming back from his back when I talked to him um, on the podcast. And he was just talking about how – he couldn't be at certain places, but I mean, he was doing all the research on the courses from the year before and looking into um, all the different, um, even if the course might not have been the same, but okay, what was the entrance? What was the exit? What, what, what could be, you know, those little visualizations, little mm-hmm. keys, even if the turns aren't exactly quite, quite lined up. And, you know, it's a really, really fascinating. I mean, if mobile skier out there, it's definitely like the one to listen to, um, and, you know, it's interesting with a lot of these podcasts that I've had on, you know, there are a lot of those simple things, but you, the people don't actually take the step. That's the interesting thing. Like the information is there and then you actually have to go through yeah. and like do that work. And that's the part where it's, it's funny to see how that gets lost in translation. It seems like a lot. A lot. <laughs> All the little details. Well, I feel like I've been rambling this whole time. So let's talk a little bit about, what are you guys thinking for um, Ruka, Idre, kind of the first few World Cups of the year? Like, who do you – is there anybody you think is going to come out um, surprise or what, 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 like, expectations do you guys have from maybe nation we haven't even touched on yet or, you know, uh, whether it's U.S., could be Canada. You know, Elliot Valancourt, he skied really, really well that first day. I think he finished 
but he was he second or third. third. He's third, right? Yeah. And definitely a, a, a career best for him just in the fact that that event was like super, super stacked. You know, it was definitely a, a loaded event. I know he was yeah. pretty fired up on that and he skied really, really well. So surprises, who's going to stick out? Um, well, unlike you guys, I haven't seen a lot of mogul skiing. You know, I've seen the live feed. I've seen social media. Um, you know, Lando sent me some videos. But other than that, I've been pretty distant, you know, from the sport and kind of seeing a lot of runs and seeing what's going on. So I'm really eager to kind of have this season start and kind of see where, you know, where the nations are and, who, you know, who's you know, had the right training, who's been doing what, and, and who's able to, who's able to perform at the start of, you know, 2022 and, and Olympic year. So, you know, we kind of hit on it in a minute ago where th this is the mental year, right? It's, it's not only are you physically prepared, but are you mentally prepared? So who has, you know, both packages, you know, I think any other year you can maybe get away with a little bit of, you know, unpreparedness when it comes to, you know, the mental side, you can be young and you can, you know, have some fire and do well. But as soon as you put, bring those Olympic rings out, it's a totally different atmosphere, right? So I think we're going to see, I don't think we're going to see a lot of big surprises, I don't think, um, you know, coming into Ruka. And, you know, I kind of thought about who would be my top three, you know, I obviously think I'm, we're going to see the big hitters, you know, you're going to see Mick, you're going to see I do think Kavet will be in there. Um, you're going to see Akuma, you know, Perrine. Perrine will be up there. So you're going to see the big hitters, and they're going to do what they knew, what they know best. And based on the fact that it is an Olympic year, and you know the mental stress is so much higher than any other year, and it's the start of the new year. So I think it's going to be all kind of the same guys. I don't see a lot of surprises, you know, coming forward out of Ruka. Yeah, I, don't, I, I definitely think that, that it, I mean, and that I think is really, really good call yeah. and the fact that it, there is that pressure and those key guys really do step up. Um, you know, I think that there's always a couple that usually pop up but on Olympic year. It's kind of, it, it definitely is more rare. Um, and I think yeah. it will be interesting to see who, if anybody's going to be able to really kind of um, consistently challenge uh mick or or perrine i mean that's kind of that's kind of what the issue is right i mean there's always people that uh have one event here or there but i think if you i mean on the whole that's what makes kingsbury so great is that he's so consistent and he's got it so dialed and he's clearly going to be hungry going into, into an olympic year and he's also got all of you know all the artillery he needs you know where he can back down a run or say and I mean Perrine uh, I would say pretty similarly I mean I think sometimes she it seems like she loses a little bit of confidence in that uh, d-spin I know it seemed like towards the end of last year it was originally started out on the bottom air and then she moves it up to top it just seemed like if there's that might that part I, I don't know it's just something I noticed yeah. kind of watching in Kazakhstan and everything else that maybe she lost a little bit of, of confidence in that thing because she did not seem um and that could have just been game plan like maybe it's better to do it up on the you know up there or whatever else yeah. but it, it seemed like she was definitely um struggling with that a little bit but I know watching her early season stuff she's been doing I think cork mute or cork with a grab or something mm -hmm. else and obviously it's it's easy to do that stuff and hood and you know or a couple bumps like skiing into a course I mean as you guys know it's a completely different game when you're doing that into a top to bottom competition day in day out I mean that's 
you know, it's always fun to, to see those pictures and those people progressing at hood or on those jump sites. But once it's, once it's game time and you're in that short little course, those landings seem to be a lot shorter <laughs> and it seems to, to mess around with things a little bit, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I kind of agree with both of you. I think we'll see a lot of the heavy hitters coming out. Um, I think a couple young guys might break through in there. Mm-hmm. I see, uh, so Matsudo, I thought he skied great in Sweden. Um, he's got a lot of firepower. He's got like a seven grab and then did a huge 10 grab down there. Um, I think Cole's going to break into that that top five. I don't know if it'll be in Ruka, you know, but you put him back on Idra, he's got to have confidence there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one I'm excited to see if he gets starts is uh, Daichi. I know the Japanese were competing Mm -hmm. for starts in Sweden. Mm -hmm. I really hope Daichi got starts. I would love to see him in a duels gate again. Mm -hmm. That would be incredible. Um, So I'd love to see him there and do something again. That'd be awesome. I think, too, I mean, word on the street is Nick's over in Ruka just firing off 10 to 14 constantly. So... That, yeah. Talking about Mick being able to lay off some runs. I mean, that's a heavy run right there, which I'd love to see that put some pressure on some of the, the older guys on tour and get rid of some of their comfort. I think that'd be great to see. Mm-hmm. And then on the women's side, I mean, Japanese girls, I think, are great. The U.S. team is pretty much the best women's team out. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd love to see them kind of knock Perrine off the top going into the Olympics. I think that'd be sweet, but it'll be interesting to see if they do it. So Nick, yeah, I, I don't get that information. So I love hearing the fact he's just firing off 10 to 14. Yeah. And sweet. I don't know if he's doing that tail grab he has in the 10. I hope he is. I only saw it on water and I mean, you didn't see him really miss it ever. So you'd have to imagine he's doing it there. Yeah. I mean, he's got all the talent in the world. Yeah. So, No, it's one of those things that it's funny. We've been chatting for a while and we haven't brought Nick up yet, you know, and it's one of those things where obviously he was rookie of the year last year and he, I I haven't seen like any of it. And I really haven't been on uh, social media that much lately, even when I was in Idra, but um, so I haven't really seen any of his training from in Ruka and and everything else. I know he had that Q and a that he did with the, with fist, but yeah, no, I mean, if he's firing off 10 to 14 and the confidence is growing, cause he did it in Ruka last year, right? I mean, he's done it first, first guy to, and so, I mean, going back to Ruka, it's probably got to give him some, give him some confidence. And I know in year older, sorry, he's one year older. Yeah. You know, he's, he's got one more year of world cup under his belt and he's done a handful of, you know, 14s in comp and however many in training, mm-hmm. he's that much bigger, stronger. Yeah stronger mentally physically so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be really exciting to see if he's able to wrap that baby up and the cork 10 the cork 10 tail i didn't did he through did he throw any in uh because i saw kingsbury did some on snow in in hood i saw him um doing some of those and those were like the first three or four and it was pretty interesting how quickly that looked really comfortable yeah it was like two reps and was like hmm well, I, I have to imagine <laughs> Nick is doing it. Right. You know, yeah. I yeah, have no. to imagine as good a jump in as that kid is. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine but he's out. I have to it. ask how, 
how is Nick skiing? I didn't see his ski. I, like I said, I haven't seen the 10 to 14 run or I haven't seen it. I didn't not see his skiing. Yeah, um, I haven't seen Edgar. anything of Nick since nationals. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's, that's the kicker. I mean, if he's skiing well and he's laying those jumps down, he will put pressure on Mick, Akuma, you know, those top guys to step up their jump package. Mm-hmm. We know Mick can do all those jumps. We know Akuma can do all those jumps, but they don't have to because they right. can ski at a certain caliber, yeah. right? At top caliber, Nick can't. But if he's entering into that zone and starting to get some of those scores with his turns, he might turn some heads and start pushing some packages. So it'll be interesting to see how he's actually skiing because he's going to jump. He's going to jump great. He'll he'll land 95% of the jumps that he throws out there, right? If not more. But can he link it together with good quality turns? Right. And if he can do that, you know, he's going to pit, he's going to push the big dog. So we'll, we'll see. I'm excited to see that. Like that's I hope, gonna, I hope yeah. he does. Cause I'd, I'd love to see a gun show out there. Yeah. And I know from, I mean, just chatting with, uh, Brian Wilson a little bit with, with ski team. I mean, he said that, um, Nick was skiing really, I didn't see any video, but he said Nick was skiing really well, um, in Zermont when they were on snow there. And yeah, it sounded like things were kind of moving in the right direction and same thing you know he's he's so young so each year as he's more mature and everything else you imagine as as the jump ins come in those those turns uh that turn quality is going to get better and you know i think the confidence obviously winning uh u.s nationals last year was huge for him and talking to him on the podcast and um i think he's really obviously he's excited for uh, the season coming up, uh, I know he's been he's been prepping super super well, um, trying to do all the little things, all the little details that we touched on with Kingsbury. So, uh, you know, Nate Nick is is chasing him down. He's trying to he's trying to chase him down. So it'll be it'll that's what makes Ruka so excited because it's always the first one. You know, I think last year when we go when we went back and did this preview, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we did not have Ludwig going in and. You know, being yeah. talked, I don't, definitely do not think that that was in there. You know, I know we touched on Ludwig, but we didn't see him uh, coming in and getting getting the job done last year. That's for sure. No. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll be interesting and, and a little bit unique. And as there's, it's we're we're starting to slowly get back to normal, right? In the fact of COVID, to, you know, with last year was such an interesting year that they were even able to kind of hold a world cup tour yeah. and the fact of all the testing and uh, quarantine and all that stuff. So it's, it seems like, I mean, you know, who knows Omicron's just, just popping out, you know, it's in the yeah. last couple of days, first case in uh, California, what today, yesterday, when yeah. did that, when did that yeah. get announced? So <laughs> I do know, I think those teams are still under some pretty strict, strict. kind of protocols mm-hmm. on the road. You know, they're in their bubble, they're, they're doing it. You definitely don't want to pop positive anytime near the uh, the games there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Four years down the drain. And I, I mean, and I don't, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm, it's, it's probably going to, if you statistically speaking, like numbers wise, you're going to think, I mean, even at the last Olympics, there were oh, people yeah. that definitely like popped or before or whatever. And so, I mean, you have to imagine that there's somebody out there that there will be a wrench oh, in yeah. the plans of, you know, even looking back to um, the last Olympics where, I mean, uh, Jaywoo, right? I mean, he was one that you, everybody was like, all right, let's see what, and then obviously totally out of the sport and yeah. the whole nine Go yards. On. I mean, that was one that was like, okay, he's got, 
potential metal, you know, metal potential being in the home country and all that stuff. And then he's out. (laughs) Doing Jay Wu things. Um, Who, for the women, who are, who have, who has the starts for the U.S. women? Uh, In Ruka? In Ruka, yes. Jalen, Kai, Hannah, Tess, Morgan, Libby. Six. Six girls, four guys, and then three got starts in Ruka, and all those other boys competed in, in Sweden. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they left that last last spot up for up for grabs there, and that definitely made uh, – Added, added some pressure to that event for those boys too. They were definitely, oh yeah, they were definitely juiced up and, and jazzed up. And it was definitely, it's interesting. I'm also curious and if it's going to make a difference at all. I mean, it probably won't for like a, a, a Kingsbury, but maybe it will. I'm curious if the fact that Akuma gets that start and gets the first kind of competition out of his, out of his system and going through the gates and everything else, maybe he's a little, does he, are, are you a little bit more prepared then going into Ruka of like, okay, Huawei's finals, super finals. Like you kind of get that, um, some of those jitters. I mean, I know Kingsbury is definitely a vet, obviously, and has done everything. But I feel like there's always definitely, if you have the opportunity to get a start in and be able to work through some of those kinks, I feel like it's always definitely a good idea, especially if you're, I mean, if you're banged up, bruised up, obviously you don't need to, but um, I definitely think that it definitely i'm sure it's got to help walter and everything going in and i his think first, walter like, coming know. back that probably mm-hmm. gave him confidence to see he could still charge at that high of a level yeah i mean no matter who you are no matter what sport your first event back you're going to have the butterflies right you're you're going to have the first event nerves the first game nerves whatever it may be and you know if you get the if you get that opportunity preseason games nfl right it's it's kind of the same idea you work out the kinks you get the butterflies out you're you're working at that that at that pace in mogul skiing you get into a gate you feel that pressure but then you ski at competition speed and and you ski at that level so it's you know for aikuma i i don't necessarily think that those nerves really play with him all that much Mm-hmm. But I think he feels very loose and confident going into Ruka. He's done well there, and he's at Kuma. So, it, so he's – I see him – so if we're going into picks, I'm just going to say it. I pick Akuma. He's going to take it, Ruka. I'm just going to say that. Whoa. Hot take. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I don't think we were on that part yet, but I no, 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 no. That's like fine. Good, we can pepper, we can pepper, pepper them all in. You know, that's think my pick. That's your pick. Okay. Interesting. I, I mean, a, a, another thing that would be we, I think we should touch on just a little bit more that we haven't given too much light to is the defending World Cup champion getting his first ever uh, title. I know it was in a shortened, shortened season or whatever, but uh, Matty Graham, I know uh, from his training videos, he was skiing really well, and I've seen some of his stuff from. Uh, over in Ruka and in Idre, and uh, he's definitely skiing well and looks, you know, he's got such a dynamic turn too when he yeah. when he's on and he's really uh, feeling good mentally and physically. Um, I think he's going to be, I think he'll be. It's going to be really interesting. Those top six guys, you know, who's gonna who's gonna kind of burst in and who's gonna really really bust through and and crack in there. Um, because it's it's gonna be interesting. It is. But yeah. you're picking Akuma. Okay. 
Who you got in a two and a three? Who do I have in a two and a three? I have Mick two. So I have Akuma one, Mick two, um, and then I have Matt three. So you, know, you don't think Mick's messing up. You think Akuma's just straight up taking him. Yeah. Damn, okay. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Wow. Straight up. Yeah. Well yeah. had. Yeah. I like it. But with it being an Olympic year, I don't see Mick. He, he's not going to slip. No. Right. no. This is his prime time, right? And he loves Ruka. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to get beat. Interesting. Dang. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I well I guess if we're doing picks for the guys for Ruka I, I'm going Mick I think Mick's coming back and I think he's gonna I think he's gonna hold the fort I think he's gonna come down and, and get the job done I think um I think Kavet I'm picking Kavet for uh for number two in there uh as you kind of touched on mental game everything else I know it's something he's really been working and um I think he's gonna be you know those steeper courses um and, and you, the pitch change, and he's got such good dynamic skiing as well. I think that'll that'll come through. And I have uh, – I got Matty Graham uh, in third. I think wow. Matt's coming out. I think he'll be – That's a classic the, podium right I think there. he'll be on the podium. And I think Akuma's just on the outside. I think maybe a Nick or a Cole in the super final for first – something like that. I think some of the Americans will, will show through. But I think that, um, you know, just as – Nick and um, some of those guys are learning, like, everything steps up another notch when it's an Olympic year, Everything, as we've all, like, touched on. You know, everything's heightened more, and I, I think that those guys are um, not going to give an inch, not going to give an inch to any of those uh, young young guys coming up. And, you know, I think Brad will be right in there, too. You know, I think the Americans are going to have a good showing. I mean, they've spent some time there, and they've gotten that training in, you know. Um, they've been, they've been over there for a while, skiing that course, and um, I think that they'll – I think that they'll, they'll they'll show up. I hope so. <laughs> e dog. I got the the classic. I think the Canes winning. Uh, Ruka Mick, he gets so fired up there and he lights it up every year. I don't think he'll get beat. But then I'm gonna, uh, you know, I expect big things from the guy. I think Cole's gonna take a silver there. Nice. I do. Nice. Yeah. 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 My my sure. call on that kid is if he just doesn't blow it, he's he's right in there. Yeah. And then I'm going to go with just a, a Cavett in a third. Yeah, Cavett. Cavett, you know, I mean, he's – I I don't think Cavett's going to mess up this year, mm-hmm. you know. I think this is going to be his, his Olympic year, you know. Put him in there, give him a real shot at it. But, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Cole for a silver. Okay. You know. Okay. I don't yeah. think – I don't think Mick's going to let anyone beat him there. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to imagine in a super final, Mick's going to be the last guy at the top, and yeah, he's going to do whatever it takes to win that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's the that's going to be the interesting thing, and managing those nerves, and it's, you know, it was funny um, just to just to see the difference in, uh, in at the at the Fist Open. You know, it's one more run. Yeah, it's one more run. It's one more run. It's one more, so like you're in a good spot and. All right, you got to go. You got to go do one more, and I think that's what gives uh, Kingsbury or one of those guys such an advantage um, is the fact that they've been there and they know uh, the ins and outs of the course. And um, so that's why I'm, I'm curious to see. You know, Cole's clearly got the potential and the kid skiing uh, out of this world. So he, the sky is the limit with him, as we touched on in, uh, in Idre. I mean, I think he's really just just scratching the surface of what he's capable of. Um, but I think that'll be 
be interesting uh, interesting to see what do you guys got on the uh, on the women's side what do you uh, you got stakes in the game so if you don't if you don't need to make picks that's you know <laughs> we had some years in the past you know i had some other stakes in the game so i would just leave my comments to the side and the I'll other guys will make the, you know, I, you know it's what, sure, yeah, hey, sure. So, <laughs> you know, you can guess who I'll put in one. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Lars, we'll let you, uh, who, who do you got for the, uh, for the ladies? In, uh, well, we, I have Perrine going one, mm-hmm. you know, I'll put somebody else at one when she, when she's dethroned. But at this point, she's world number one. She is the best in the world. I put her at number one. Okay. Um, again, Olympic year, mentality, you know, mental game of the sport. I see her excelling really well. Yeah, I think she kind of flutters a little bit, like you hinted on a little while ago. But, you know, I, I think, and and same with Kavet too, I think that French team is going to be dialed. And they're yeah. going to be, I know I know Ludo, and I think he's got those guys in a really good spot. So I see Perrine going number one. Um, love Japan, love Yane. I see Henri going two. Um, and I struggled with three. I, I can see, you know, Morgan, Hannah, Kai. I can see some really good Americans kind of breaking into that point. You know, Hannah being number three or finishing third in World Cup last year. There, it's hard to pick one into that third spot. So I, I'm going to go with an American, and I'm going to go Hannah Soar third. Nice. Okay. And I haven't seen a single run from her. Since I like nationals. it. I like the pick. Ski nationals? I don't. She didn't even ski nationals. Uh, no, nope. no. I don't know when I saw her. Kazakhstan, maybe. I yeah. Oh, I, I think right. Yeah, Kazakhstan. Yeah, because she ended up finishing third. That was the last. Yeah, because they didn't do right. They didn't do the last duels day or whatever got canceled. Right. I think. Hmm. Uh, I think that Henri is going to win. I'm taking Henri to uh, to start the season off with a dub. She she was skiing really really well, uh, nice and, and dynamic skiing. Um, I think that uh, I'm picking Morgan uh, for second. I think Morgan's going to finish second, and I have uh, Jakara in third. Whoa! Got Jakara in third. I think uh, I'm uh, like I said the the tail end of last season. Uh, Perrine had me a little bit. Uh, I think she'll be in the super final, but I think there could be some mistakes there, and that's the fun part of making these little previews. She can make me eat crow in a few weeks when we talk about it. You know, just like just like Ludwig did last year. You know, didn't see that one coming, but you know, I'll eat crow later. That's fine. I'm happy happy to do that. But yeah, I think uh, Henri skiing really really well. Uh, Jakara looked like she was skiing well, and um, I know I know Morgan skiing really well. And, and when she's back, I mean, she skied great at nationals when she's on and i think especially with her uh as we've touched on other you know prior podcasts and stuff i mean when the lights are on that girl shows up so um i think that i think that will continue that's my uh and i think that americans will stack in there i could see us being like five through eight or whatever i mean just right in there littered you know uh curious about Kai, because Kai is uh, is so young. Uh, I'm curious if she's if the nerves are going to come through big first Olympic year. year, big pressure year. So that's kind of something I'm. All a couple days ago, didn't she? Who Kai? Yeah, I saw something on her social media where it was a video of her fall. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. I saw that. It, it didn't look fun. <laughs> oh. No. So I guess that's the thing about being young and limber. You <laughs> yeah, laugh those like... off, you know. <laughs> But based on my picks for women, Hannah, have you guys seen her ski at all? I have seen nothing since okay. Snowbird Spring Training Camp. Sweet. 
just a shot in the dark. And I like that call. I do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't, like I said, I haven't seen too much. I mean, obviously she had a great year last year, but um, I'm, I'm curious, you know, another one, Jalen's such a gamer too. She, you know, when the lights come on, that yeah. girl usually always ends up going top to bottom and I mean, stacked right in there. And same thing. I mean, Hannah's the same way. So I'm just curious, but uh, the one I'm uh, questioning a little bit is like, okay, Kai, she had some great, obviously great, great results. And she's a great skier. I mean, she's just starting to scratch the surface in her own right. But I am curious, like Olympic year, how what's play. how is that pressure going to be, and and what you know, how how is that dynamic? She can, you know, like I said, I can eat crow in a couple of weeks on that one too. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. You talk, yeah. You talk about Jalen too. I mean, last Olympic year, she showed up mm -hmm. number one bib. Yep. Yeah, the one bib. I mean, she was wearing one at the game, so mm -hmm. I think you'd have to expect her to come out and compete these first three, four events. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, she definitely wants redemption. Yeah. You know, yeah. When you show up to number one at the Olympics and you don't win, you're pissed. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a failure in its own right. She skied great. You know, mistakes happen. You, you wouldn't call it a fail, but, you know, to yourself, you would call it a failure. And, you know, she has redemption. She has fire. I haven't talked to Jalen. I haven't seen her, but that's what I would expect. She's going to come out and she wants redemption after four years ago yeah i mean i think with all those u.s team girls i'm excited to see how it shakes out i mean those six on world cup are all really good and then you talk about something like u.s selections like do we have a liz lemley coming and knocking on all their doors yeah <laughs> i mean that's that's another one coming in that, that's another you know that's another one definitely uh it's coming in down the line um yeah, I mean, Lemley obviously skied great, and Phil, Phil's got her uh, firing on on our cylinders for sure. I mean, she ended the year well, and um, super good skier for sure. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Interesting, got the got the talent there, and but I think nerves will play a role in in mm -hmm. that as well. I mean, she's so young, and that's the other thing. I mean, just so so young. Those nerves, uh, or sometimes you're bit. sometimes you're too young to to notice the difference, and you're yeah. just like too naive and like haha, whatever. Like it's all good, but like those nerves definitely. I think on the young side, we saw a little bit of that in Idre on day two. I mean, mm -hmm. not nerve side. She did a great qualifiers run and just kind of fell over on the bottom air. It was a great trick. Just a little bit of that landing got her. I mean, she is what fifteen. Mm -hmm. That's. It's a little part of it, I think. Yeah. No, no, definitely. It's it's all part of the – and so we'll – I mean, for the next preview in there, I mean, well, I, I guess as we touch on, we move to, uh, I guess, Idre. I mean, it's hard to know. First one will set the tone, but I think we should at least touch on Idre and Alptuhi and the fact that uh, there are going to be duels there. Yeah. And so I think we just touch on, you know, a, a little bit of what is that tour going to entail. I mean, that's its own thing. I mean, the first light bulb that pops into my mind is – Brad Wilson, yeah, I mean, duels, I mean, the kid just is always skiing. Is this hot, his moment fire. I mean, this is, He could get, uh, I could definitely see him getting a duels globe this year without question. He's always been such a fantastic duel skier. And I think that, that that'll be fun to, I mean, obviously if Daichi gets a World Cup start, the kid knows how to duel. I'd love to see those two go at it. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, exactly. I would, I would love to see them get in the gate again. That'd make my year. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know they were doing, uh, you know, separate singles duels. Mm -hmm. 
year. So that's finally, I'm excited for that. You know, yeah. And and it, you know, for somebody like Brad, like he knows he's, you know, maybe he's not going to win the globe for singles, but he sure as hell knows he can win that globe for duels. You know, that brings, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That brings some guys kind of in that, you know, top tier, middle of the pack, you know, that brings some fire. So that's, you know, that's what we, that's what we love about duels. Right. So now when you give it a little, you know, you can win something out of it. It's going to bring that much more. Yeah. And especially like, what is it? That first duels event is in Idre. Yeah. I think the where, first, yeah, first duels event is Idre. Yep. Did There's Bradley no tie for third there last year? Him and, uh, yeah, him and Cobra. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I mean, those are like, there's some guys out there that are incredible dual skiers. Like, wouldn't really want to see them when they're on it that day in a gate next to me. That no, I think not. this year, I mean, like, you got a Cobra, you have an, an Oscar Olufsen, a Brad. Like, yeah, Oscar that's got to be, that's got to be incredible for a lot of these guys going into this season. Like, it's its own title on the line. Yeah. Let's see what that Brendan is. Kelly. He's the name that I've been thinking about. Mm. <laughs> How's he doing? I haven't seen, again, haven't seen, seen some jumps, but that's, he it can he's jump. a big, I could see him doing some things. He's an interesting one to me. Yeah. You know, I mean. Your Valley, he. Oh, yeah. What, round of eight? I think yeah, no, he, when I mean, he knocked Akuma out, right? right? Yeah. Straight yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just yeah. beat him which is impressive. And then he get a fourth at world championships. Uh, I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think he was like fourth or fifth at world. I mean, yeah. I mean, those uh, duels create such a interesting, uh, interesting name in the game. That's for sure. But yeah, I mean, was Brendan fourth in, was it duels or was that singles? I think he might've been singles. I think he he finished up there in one of them. Yeah. I think it might've been singles, but he seemed to be, we didn't, I didn't really get a chance because I don't think he competed. I think he took a hip check in one of the training days okay. and then was just resting until Ruby. Right, because I thought I saw him on – so he just – he pulled the plug. But, uh, you know, Elliot, um, again, he skied really well and he he showed out. Um, you know, I think we touched on Dylan. Dylan skiing super, super well. Uh, I think he'll be excited. Yeah, they just say dropping an arm. <laughs> dropping an arm, wrapping it up. Oh, and, yeah. Um, I think that'll be – and he skied really well in Ruka last year, right? Both he did, yeah. Fourth, fifth last year. He had a really good result. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see him this season and see – I mean, he's a guy I don't think the nerves will get to him. He's going to go out there and do his thing. And, I mean – nothing to lose. Nothing. Right, right. And if Idra was – yeah, like, Idra was a great showing for him. I mean, he skied a couple World Cups there and – I don't think he's come anywhere near a final. So to go to that event there and mm-hmm. put up some of the highest turn scores and actually get jump scores there, like that had to be a huge confidence boost knowing he's going back there. Yeah, no, definitely. So what do you think his trick package is going to be in Ruka? He's going to stick with the full up top or is he going to go? I don't know. I think you'll see. Or I think you'll see it round around. I think there's a chance in a qualies you might see a full do a seven. Yeah. In a final, you might see maybe a seven and a ten or something. I think he's he's one that he'll adapt and play it round around. And if one trick's getting a score, he'll add more DD somewhere else. And I don't know. That was cool to see because I 
you know, normally his trick package, that was his throughout days. Mm -hmm. Right. And for him to add more DD and do different tricks, I think, I think he'll kind of just be a, a wild card out there. I'll call it. Love to see it though. Yeah, no, definitely. And that's, I mean, that's always one of the things that's, that's so hard um, looking in is what, and, and I think, especially like as a coach to an athlete or whatever else, like having to make that jump to, Hey, if you want to be here, this is what you need to do. Like your air, like, full D spin or whatever that run may be has gotten you to here. But if you're planning on continuing to go up the ladder, like you have to be able to continually improve because that's clearly not going to get it done at the next level. And as you move up, I mean, it's the same thing on the girl side. Like you need to be able to be doing a cork seven at a minimum, like you, that has to be part of the package. And as they, like, you know, you touch on Lemley, you touch on these other girls, I mean, tens, all that stuff. I mean, it's coming in competition within you know, I mean, Olivia Giaccio has already done it in competition. Uh, I mean, granted, it was a run with crash or whatever, but I mean, it's already like, it's it's coming. Give it another four years and you'll have someone that'll consistently kind of be able to do it, you yeah. know, for sure. So I think it's one of those things where you you have to figure out how to how to take the step and 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 take the setback in, in result because mm -hmm. that's inevitable. I mean, that, that's inevitable. I mean, not everybody those results are going to take a hit at some point when you're bringing in new DD, new packages, stuff like that. You have to be able to, you know, take it on the chin for a little bit until you're finally able to get some consistency and confidence in the new package. And it seems like, you know, Elliot's starting to, you know, starting to figure that stuff out. And once yeah. you do, like, it's amazing. Um, you know, so maybe that's part of the reason he's had some of those, you know, kind of setbacks in the past is the fact that he's just kind of, building and, and kind of stepping into something yeah. new because sometimes it, I mean, it takes it's a time. struggle. That stuff takes time. Yeah. That's a, uh, I'm glad you brought up Libby. That's one. I'm excited to see her air package. In yeah. Ruka, She's, you know, yeah, yeah. like, is she going to come out and go full to 10 or seven to 10 and just, I mean, she's the best female jumper in the world. So, oh, yeah. like, you got to gotta, so. gotta yeah. go with, with, uh, I mean, hopefully she's been putting that on display. You would assume if that's what you got, like, you, you, as you guys all know, like, you go to what you're best at. Like, if you, you're known as a jumper, <laughs> then like, br bring it. Um, so hopefully she, you know, part of that's, um, hopefully she's been training that. Hopefully the numbers, I haven't seen much of uh, yeah. Olivia's training at all. So I've kind of no yeah. idea. When it comes to Olivia, I, I don't, there's, Two things that I worry about with her runs. Ski out of top air, mm -hmm. which I worked with her a little bit. You know, my last day coaching last year was with Libby, and we, talk, we talked a lot of exits. And she's, she's very understanding, and she's so knowledgeable, you know, about the sport of mogul skiing and tactic to be had. And, you know, if she goes in with the right tactic, don't count her out. And I think – and she knows how to ski. So one is, is – exits can she hit her exit and can she ski fast she's historically slow but she's historically the best jumper so can you lead can you combine speed with air all of a sudden you have a really high scoring run so i'm excited if she has the right tactic and she's mentally prepared livy's going to be a good one yeah and it, it's going to be cool to see and and she she has it all she can ski fast she can hit exits she can jump she has good turns, put that all together. And if she, if her headspace is clear, she's a force for sure. But I mean, shit, add it to the whole U.S. list. So, 
No, uh, no, definitely. Maybe wild nail card. on the head with that. Yeah, no, maybe could definitely be a wild card uh, sneaking in there. And well, I think we should at least make um, Idre uh, dual dual picks. So um, the total wild cards here. So I think we go top four guys, girls for okay. Idre, and then we come back. We'll reconvene after after Hui and kind of see what's happened after the first few World Cups and uh, see how how wrong we were. I think last year. I'm pretty sure it was like either me or Murphy talked about uh, Walter really stepping in. And that's before we knew like Walter had gotten hurt. Yeah. So like we, I think we had like Walter on the power, at least in like the super final or something. And then Walter did, was out for the whole year. I was like, hmm. I mean, I was on the Brody <laughs> Summers train for Ruth is so hard. Yeah. And I think he ended up in like fifth and maybe got a silver. Or something. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He came yeah. in, he, he came in big, but mm-hmm. I picked him wrong last year. So, <laughs> you know, I like to pick the ones, you know, I just hope do yeah, it. I'm right. really, yeah, I'm no, really just... pulling. For Come on. Come on. Oh, you're pulling for him. Cool. Oh, yeah. I'm on the hype train. Yeah. Put oh, me yeah. On. oh, yeah. Firmly on the hype train. Yeah. Firmly on the hype train. Yeah. Big things. Big yeah. things are coming. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Lars, why don't you start us off? Uh, Idre. Idre duels or singles? Duels. We'll just go. Du- we'll just go duels. So we got our first singles out of the way, and then we'll just we'll do uh, our pick for duels, and then we'll 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 wrap it up. All right, duels, men. I'm gonna go Walter. Okay. Whoa, you know, okay. You pick. Yeah. Think about Mass, right? He he's a big boy. It's a flat course. If he's got the right wax, he's gonna go fast. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm thinking Walter one, Brad two, Oscar three. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, a little sweet overload okay. there. They're they're a force. They're a big team. They're a good team, and they're on their home course. Right, that's true. Yeah. Definitely, and they all and love. Who, who's got fourth? Mick. Mick. Okay. And then you on, think on the he's win- getting beat twice in a row? Damn, yeah. that would be a sight. I mean, that would be. You never know. I I mean, hey, I'm I love <laughs> to see it, but that'd be a sight. Uh, women. I'm going to go Henri 1. Okay. Okay. Junko 2. Did did she – she got a start. She won both days in – Reno won them both in Sweden. What? I think Reno won both days in – Oh, yeah, Yeah. sorry. That's what I meant. Reno. Yeah. Junko didn't – she didn't do very – or she was what, top 10? She was top 10. Yeah, Junko was top 10. Yeah, Yeah, sorry, Reno. I put Reno 2, Henri 1 – I go J3, Kai 4. Okay. okay. I like it. Okay. Gotcha. I, uh, I'm i going to go with, uh, I think Mick's going to win. Uh, first first duels <laughs> went back. You know, it's the easy. Man. I'm really going out on a limb with that man. one. But yeah, yeah okay. I think that I don't think anyone's going to beat going to be beating Mick. Uh, you did steal my thunder with Walter because I did, I, I have Walter coming in second. Um, I think. As you touch on home course, all that stuff, I think that that definitely um, definitely helps. And then I have uh, I got uh, I got Matty Graham in third. Um, nice. he, he's a good tool skier, and uh, I got Brad in fourth. If it would have been that next group, I think Cobra is going to start to sneak in, and I I do expect him to come out. I mean, he's really really good dual skier, so I yeah. expect uh, Cobra to kind of. Uh, I would not be surprised if he. He podiums either at Idre or at Alpe de Huy in France mm-hmm. or whatever. I, w- I would definitely not um, sleep on him at all. Love and then, to 
on the women's side, um, I'm going to go, um, I think that, uh, I'm going to go Jalen. I'm going to go Jalen with the win. Uh, and then I think that Perrine will finish second because she's usually a pretty good dual skier. And I think Henri will be, uh, will be third. And then I'm going to have uh, Sore Hannah in fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I got, I'm a little opposite of you on the girls. I'm going to go two American girls, one, two. You're going one, two. Love it. So I'll call Morgan Jalen. Okay. And then. I'm going to go two Japanese girls, three and four, and I'm going to go uh, Henri and Reno. Okay. Yeah. And then what do you got on the men's side? Uh, I think Nick's going to take his first dub, yeah? Oh, okay. Yeah. I like it. I got yeah. Nick. He's got the firepower. Mm-hmm. He's fast, you yeah. know? Sorry, um, did you say Nick or Mick? I got Nick. 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 Nick Page, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking there that's going to be his his big time. Uh, and I'm going to say a Matt Graham in second. Mick, Mick in third, Brad in fourth. Brad in fourth. Yep. Gotcha. We're really across the board here. Across the yeah. board. That's what, ma- that's what makes it yeah. all. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sticking to my guns. I, I'm regretting the fact that I put Oscar three. I, you <laughs> never know, man. The kids never know. No, but listen, hear me out. And Mick four, Bob goes, you're, or, or Emerson, you said you're going to see Mick lose twice. And I said, <laughs> In Bob's podcast with Mick, he has never lost back-to-back events that's what makes me think you think this is the year this is the year you think out of the last 11 years we've been watching the guy this is the time he's choking i hey if you pick it right i'm giving you a well had sir i I don't have any money on this yeah 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 if there was money on it you know bob went i would say that he went with the old faithful uh, I, I'm I'm just confirming here with with Mr. Zemba because he sent me over some picks, but I'm just trying to determine if that's just the winner of each event or if it's if it's his top three for the first one. I think it's the winner of each event. That's what that would lead me to believe. Wow! Of like the first first kind of few, I think he's going with the with the singles in there. Yeah, uh, that yeah. would be my guess. Is that how you read that? I mean, you'd have to, or else he's just. Or, I, I mean, it is. Oh, it could be auto text. He he's be. A, he's an apex. Oh, he's an apex. He's an apex. So yeah, it's not late. So. It's only like eight thirty. So yeah, yeah he's no, on he's, the job. You he's he's not. Sorry, did he draw you pictures? He did not draw pictures. No, just a text came through. So I was just curious. Um, uh, he he's got uh, it's. Mick Page Mick. So I think he's got uh, Kingsbury. I think he's got Nick Page winning, and then he's got Kingsbury. Uh, and then on the women's side, he's got Tess. And then he's going uh, Jakara and Idre. And then he has Perrine winning in France, um, which I think is definitely a safe bet. Yeah. The French will clearly, I think, do, uh, do well there. So is there anything that. Does he have Nick Page winning? He has Nick winning Idre, I think, single. I think he just did the singles events because he just yeah. did Ruka. And then it's so I think he's got Nick winning in uh, in Idre, which be a little bit of a step up. I think he was what, third last year third there. Last so. year, yeah. Comes out this year, busts out a little bit more air, skis tight. He's a yeah. little more dynamic in the turn and tight. Yeah. Fuck. 
Yeah, no, that'll be that'll be tough. Uh, that definitely be tough tough to beat. But either way, it's going to be exciting to see how it all how it all plays out. Yeah. We'll have to we'll have to reconvene here, in, like I said, in a few weeks. But uh, is there anything else you guys think we need to need to touch on before we uh, put a bow on it and wrap this thing up? Yes. Where is the third World Cup? I think it's Alpe de Huy. That's what Alpe I've been saying. Huy. I could I could be saying that totally wrong, France. You know better than I do. Yes, uh, but I believe that's that's where it is. I'm gonna have to do my research and brush up on it. Yeah, I know the, nothing the, about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Are we gonna see two Frenchies on top in France? Well, yes. Yeah. If so, I'd love to yeah. be at that after party. It's a it's a two day event, so you got singles and you have duels. Ah. I think that. You will, I think I could either see Kavet winning one of the days. And then I think Perrine, I think Perrine could sweep there at, at the home crowd, everything else. Um, do you guys, I would, just to touch on, do you guys think anything from Dimitri this year? He looks pretty beat up. He definitely looks like he was having a rough go. And, I mean, well, power to that guy at his age, still barreling down. Still, get, still, course, still getting know? it done. Yeah. I mean, he made yeah. finals. He was, wrap, I was surprised that he, so he decided to wrap up 10 on the bottom air. Which yeah. I, I feel like he's had so much more success doing 10 up top yeah. and then skiing into that. But he, he switched up the package and, and had a little bit of trouble there. But mm -hmm. I was still going out, sending it. And hey, it looks like gotta, he's beat up. You know, he you seems like he's beat he's up. He's going to pull in one, po one podium before the games, right? I, I would, mean, yeah. You got to mm -hmm. think one. He'll come out. I don't see it. Not one, huh? Hey, how, what do you guys think about Yulia this year? Yulia's going to. I think Yulia's going to have some podiums. Um, I I think she's got a better chance, but I mean, shit, she's beat up. She's on the old. She is beat up. I think that uh, that Anastasia is. Uh, I think she's the new face of women's Kazakhstan. That's what, what I think. What was she doing for tricks? <sighs> back mute, right? I she's think back like mute back and mute. maybe quarter cork. Yeah. yeah, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I think with with Yulia and. Um, it's so impressive to watch and how tight she keeps her entire, the presentation of her entire run. I mean, it might be a pivot slide back and forth the entire middle section, but there are literally no separations the entire run. And there's no separation on the front, you know, like truck that she does super narrow, same thing up top like that, that part. I mean, it's really hard. Uh, you can't take anything away from it. I mean, that's I what's super, that super, I mean, it's, it's impressive. Like, what do you say? You can take the magnets out of the pants. <laughs> I mean, that's legal. Yeah. <laughs> no, she stays tight, though. Stays tight. She does. Yeah. Um, anything else we need to wrap up on? Is there anything else that, uh, that we missed that you guys can think of? Lars, anything, uh, anything come to mind? No. No. All I have to say was a pleasure to talk some shots. Yeah, it was good. This was it's a been a Yeah, it has. Yeah, Bob, thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll have to do Love this. talking uh, moguls. Talking shop. We'll do this again uh, in a few weeks when we can see how wrong we were with all of our picks. Yeah, hopefully not. You know, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully not. No, hopefully, no, no. One hopefully of some of those. Right. I think that. I think that. Um, I think that hopefully, uh, hopefully the U.S. shows up. I mean, we we up. spread it out we quite it out. well, so I think out. one of us has to get a couple. Right? Yeah, I think so. You'd help. I think the Kings. Uh, I think the Kings going to return to form. So, yeah, I'd expect nothing less. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, cheers. Cheers, cheers. Lars Bars. Great cheers. chatting with you. Yeah. Thanks again, and we'll uh, we'll do this again soon. Ciao.
All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe. And if you're watching or listening on YouTube, please make sure you hit that bell button so you get notified every time a new episode drops. Thanks.